Yo, I want to answer a question today that I'm frankly hearing quite a lot, and that is how to write an email without being salesy. We're going to dive into that today. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and user stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, what's going on? Hey, this is Jules Dan. Welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. Glad you're here with me. If this is your first time, welcome. If it's your returning time, welcome again. Hey, so uh, I've gone a bit famous recently, right? I'm on my first summit. <laughs> no, I don't want to take it as a... I don't want to flight my head too much, but uh, it's it's been an interesting journey from two years ago, I was a group fitness instructor. No, less than two years, and then now I was uh, I was called in as the scraps. I was called in as the backup for my category of email marketing for this summit. So I feel very privileged to be called in the backup. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm actually really grateful that I had this opportunity to speak. And uh, one of the topics that uh, that I was brought on to talk about was how to sell in your emails without being salesy or pushy. And I know this is a, a very big hang up for a lot of people. Um, so if you do want to go check out that interview and I have a great freebie as well on that summit, it's with one of my uh, good friends, Lois Kofi. She's been on the podcast before. It's called manifestandmonetize.com. The summit is actually going to be going live. I made it specifically timely so that it'd be in a couple days after this episode. So it goes live on October 7th, right? And this is going to be aired, I think, October 5th, if you're listening to this right now. So good timing, good timing. So I'm going to leave that in the uh, notes below, the show notes below, manifest and monetize. Uh, but I do want to get into some some extra bonus stuff that I didn't quite get to cover on my interview uh, with Lois. And that it, it's, it's going back to that key question of how do you not be uh, salesy or pushy in an email. Um, and, and this is especially helpful even if it's not an email, for, if it's any type of storytelling or social media piece of content. But specifically, I want to be focusing to your list because it's a, it's a bit more relevant to, to what I do. It's all about me, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. So I'm reading this really good book called Great Leads, as in uh, not, you know, like lead generation, not like Facebook ad leads but leads as in a lead sentence or a lead paragraph in a sales message, like a like a sales letter or a sales page, as most people call it these days. Um, and, and it's really interesting. There's 10 principles that they unpack of what makes um, a really profitable lead and they back it up by proof, back up with results. And, and one of the principles was the principle of being direct versus indirect, and this goes back to being why people may feel that 
things a little bit too pushy these days, you know. Maybe a webinar is a little bit too pushy. Maybe a an email is a bit too pushy. We're all on these lists, right, where you get, it's like literally a direct offer all the time. Hey, are you interested in crypto bots? Hey, um, a new, new blank does $24,000, like big promise to start off with. And the problem with being overly direct all the time is that people just switch off, right? So we didn't sign up to get pitched all the time. And that's where people get a bit sort of weird with um, with emails that like, oh, like I don't want to sound like that. So how do I write in a way that still attracts people but is uh, not as salesy? And it's a good question. So, So how do you communicate in a way that doesn't turn people off but at the same time, how do you know when to actually directly sell to people? It's a really good question. And so the principle of directness and indirectness, I want to picture there's like an, so you got an arrow, right? Um, and on the left-hand side, we're going to have most direct, okay? And then on the right-hand side, it's going to be indirect, okay? So on the left-hand side, people are really aware. Then it gets to towards, towards a little bit, duh towards the middle a little bit more and they become more product aware in the middle they're they're more solution aware going now now more towards indirect they're more problem aware and then finally they're just completely unaware that you've got a problem at all okay so i've I've brushed brushed over that but if you just type into um google gene schwartz uh levels of awareness you can go into much more detail all right but i want you to have that that awareness spectrum in your head okay so what has to happen for people to just send them direct offers where it's just like, hey, here's a link, go buy. Or hey, I've got this really cool idea, go click the link, buy. Okay, they need to have a relationship with you. And that's the key thing, right? They need to be actually nurtured. They need to be on your list for a while. It doesn't make sense to be making pitches straight up. We all know that, okay? Um, and on the far end where we need to be more indirect, okay, which is most of the time, because we don't want to be pitching people all the time, is uh, when their awareness is low, when they, when they're not aware of the problem, okay, or they just have a general unease of what's going on. And so that's why we love to use stories inside of emails, okay, to bridge concepts and to softly pitch towards the end that's why you see a lot of great email marketers they will start with something completely obscure i went on a walk today with my dog um they might use something timely like the super bowl or some news event okay and at the very end they'll tie it into their point just softly softly okay and that's why a story is really great for doing that um but that's one of the key principles i wanted to bring up okay so the key way that you can constantly pitch in your emails and not come come off as salesy is one, always build a relationship, okay? So, always giving value. And you can give value through your stories too. But then, how do you also sell without being salesy? Well, if for the majority of the time during the week, for instance, let's just say emailing like three or four times a week, three of those emails are uh, just going to be story-based, got some value, and the PS softly, softly is just like, oh, by the way, if you're interested in blah, 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 one or two lines of copy, 
uh, here's the link. You should always have some sort of call to action, even if it's uh, hit reply. But uh, that's on when people are more unaware of it. Great, okay. But then here's where you where you we've got permission basically to be more direct, and you can be a bit more salesy. Let's just say you have a launch coming up, okay. You need to build a bit of excitement. You need to build a bit of, build a bit of anticipation. You need to plant some seeds so that people know something's coming, right? Then when doors are open, that's when you're more direct. That's when you say, hey, doors are open. Here's the link, all right? Makes more sense, right? Another situation where it, it'd be more appropriate to be more direct and you won't get pissed off people is if you've... You're very smart, okay? And you've tagged people on what they've bought before. I'll just, I just like to use who's bought and who hasn't bought. But if you know exactly who's bought a specific product, I've seen heaps of people do emails like, hey, I just noticed you bought X recently and I've actually teamed up with blah, 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 mini story, um, very like three sentences maybe. And he's got a product called Y. I thought it might really help you because it complements product X really well. Here's a link to go buy. Now, that is another really good situation where you can be more salesy, you can be more direct, and people won't be offended. But if it's just regular people on your list, it's uh, always trying to use the story, bridge unaware people, and uh, softly, softly in the PS to build a relationship. So, I hope that makes sense. I've just given you a slither of how to be non-salesy in your emails. I give a lot more examples in my interview with Lois uh, on the Manifest and Monetize Summit. So you can go check that out. Me and 26 other people. There's people from like building a list, um, lead generation, uh, LinkedIn building, a whole bunch of cool other experts with their free gifts too. My free gift, especially even, as I, I would say, I've never done anything like this before. I basically take... I basically write an email from PS to from subject line to PS. Okay, so you get to see my and I put a timer on for thirty minutes and I say, okay, we have to get this done in thirty minutes. And this is literally an email I use for a client. So it wasn't just something I pulled out of my butt. We had real material, we had real proof, we had real pain points, and you get to see me making decisions along the way. So if you ever wondered how I write a story-based email, and this email is currently converting right now then go check out. Well, you first have to go to Manifest and Monetize and then you can grab my my little gift. But other than that, thanks for tuning in Storytelling Secrets. Make sure you check out Lois Kofi's Summit, manifestandmonetize.com. I'll see you on Thursday for the interview show. Bye for now.